This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We're down at four. Jones under pressure from Simmons. Picked off. Isaiah Simmons was in the face of Mac Jones. And Bobby O'Karake brings it back for the Giants. Finally brought down. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. King Kenny Albert on the call. Mac Jones, not good. Bailey Zappi, a.k.a. Some, one of our listeners like tweeted me like after yesterday we did He's a Slap. Like, you really missed an opportunity with uh, Bailey Slappy. So, yes. It's true. Yes, I did. I, I, I did you miss that opportunity. You take the L on that one. <laughs> Just like they're going to take an L every game the rest of the season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah most likely. But, well, maybe not this week against uh, the zombie Chargers here with Justin Herbert and Brandon Staley. We'll talk the old with, zombie I, I, Chargers. I, I don't know why. What do they, like the they, do they say brains? Because they they're they looking for them. Their coach doesn't have any brains. Is that what they run around doing? It's like analytics, fourth down. Punting. What do we do? Uh, Eric Eager will join us in just a moment to talk the Pats and Chargers and the rest of the slate coming up in week 13. Will Brinson will join us in 20 minutes, our friend from CBS Sports. We look forward to that. Power Hour, final hour, 40 minutes from now. We'll feature all our bets for tonight. But joining us right now is the aforementioned, the great Eric Eager, one of my favorite follows on Twitter when it comes to the National Football League. Like, love his content, at Eric Eager underscore. He does awesome work for our friends. At Sumer Sports, including as the co-host of the Sumer Sports football show, Sumer spelled S-U-M-E-R, and his co-host is former Falcons general manager Thomas Dimitrov, a Tim Scanlon client. Eric, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy week 13. Happy week 13 in the NFL to you and yours. Hope you and the family had a great Thanksgiving. Nick, Ken, it's uh, it's a pleasure to be on, and I, I can't wait to talk some football. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we start there? Because because of course we have to start with this game. But we we played the cut out of break, so like we actually kind of have to start with this game. Chargers and Patriots, and I know you have a bet in this game because we were told that you have a bet in this game. We spent a bunch of time talking about it this week because I, I think Nick every day of the week Nick basically like attempts to talk himself into clicking the button on betting the Patriots not just to cover but to potentially win the game against the Chargers. It feels like he's kind sort of gaining confidence in making that bet as the week goes on. Can you can you give him any more confidence in that department? What do you like in this game? Yeah, I mean, I think plus six, um, you know, was or is the sharp side. You're seeing some, I think, money uh, going in there. Uh, the, the bet I do like, though, and this is I, – I was pretty uh, maybe snarky about it when I was on the hammer today, which is I like under 41 in this game. I, I look at the Patriots the last couple of games. They've given Ramondre Stevenson a bunch of touches. He's gotten over 80 yards in both of these games the last two weeks. Uh, actually, 80 yards in, I believe, three straight games running the football. Um, and, you know, the Chargers are just enough of a sieve in the run game where that might have some success. And, you know, 
in games in the 2023 NFL season, what you're really looking for with unders are games played between the 40s. And I think the Chargers are just good enough offensively to play the game between the 40s against this New England defense. I think New England is going to find enough success and they're going to stick with the ground game long enough to play the game between the 40s. And uh, I just see this thing getting to midfield a few times, punts, get to midfield a few times, punts. And, and I just, I think under here, and, you know, that's going to play, I think, a little bit to Nick's like of the New England Patriots here as well, just because, you know, if, the, if this game lands beneath that number, I think it's uh, yeah, obviously increasingly likely uh, that the game will go under the total as well. What a, what a disgusting football game with the Patriots and the Chargers, but hopefully <laughs> one we can profit on Sunday in Foxborough. E- Eric, I guess, like, let, let's start here, and I know we, we technically started on Sunday. Let's go back to Thursday, and then we'll go to Sunday again. I like, feel like there's like a time paradox uh, with the Cowboys and the Seahawks. Good Thursday night game, we think. Uh, Dallas, a nine-point home favorite, 47 and a half. Is this hashtag doomsday for Seattle? Do you think the Seahawks can keep this game close, and then we'll go back to Sunday's slate of games? Yeah, this one's a little weird, right? The look-ahead line was six and a half, which is clearly wrong, you know. And, and, and you know, both teams played last Thursday, so it, it, there's not going to be different rest differential for the teams. And so we saw everybody play last Thursday, and the number moves out two and a half points. Um, I think, if anything, now you have to think about Seattle uh, at this number. Um, but it, it, there's a lot of things that don't make me like Seattle at this number. For one, Geno Smith uh, has been good, not great this year. Uh, has put the ball in harm's way at times, uh, and Dallas is the best team at turning uh, turning interceptions into touchdowns. They have five by Deron Bland himself uh, this season. Um, I think the pass rush, you know, against that Seattle offensive line, it's really not gotten it going at all this year. Uh, I think will be a mismatch. So I agree with the number move along, you know, from the look ahead. I don't know if I agree with the magnitude of it all the way out to nine, um, but it's going to be hard for me to take Seattle. Uh, unless this thing gets out to 10 just because of the way that, you know, the the percentages work out for me. Eric, I'm, I'm sure you've seen a lot of the conversation this week about, like, what a high level Dak Prescott's playing at. You know, like, uh, Pro Football Focus tweeted out a bunch of stuff. Um, you know, like, a lot of prominent NFL media have been, like, tweeting about, like, just how good he's been. And the pushback, obviously, is like, well, he hasn't he really played a lot of teams, hasn't really played a lot of, uh, of strong opponents. And when they did play Philadelphia and San Francisco, they lost. His MVP price has really plummeted the last couple of weeks as a result of him playing very well, uh, where he's, you know, five to six to one in the market right now, basically. And Jalen Hurts, like less than a two to one favorite after they have like these two resounding, well, not resounding, but two big wins in a row over big time opponents. How would you kind of handicap MVP right now? Like I know, you know, like <laughs> I kind of went in on analytics earlier in the week and I meant what I said, but just, you know, I think this is going to develop into a debate over like a guy who wins a lot and a guy who has like really good underlying metrics. And that might be Dak. How would you handicap that race right now? Yeah. By the way, I listened to that. I was a little interested. I, I, it's funny as an analytics person, I still do. I believe, I do believe that quarterback wins. uh, They're not the first stat I look at, maybe not the fifth stat I look at, but they're a stat I look at. I I do think you, you, the quarterback is management. Thank you for that. (laughs) And and I, I think that, like I said, you're management if you're a quarterback. So if you, if you don't, uh, if you don't win, uh, especially if you're one of these guys that makes all that money, like Dak and Hurts and all those guys, uh, I think you do deserve a little bit of the a little bit of the blame. And if you do win, especially the way that a guy like Jalen Hurts wins, I do think you do deserve some of the credit. Um, with respect to this, though, the Cowboys win, right? Like we're talking about a team that's won, tw- and I know Dak wasn't a part of every one of these games, 
But they're a team that's won 12 games consecutive years. They're probably going to win 12 or more this year. Um, I know Dak has had a tough, he had, you know, tough games against some of the better teams in the NFL at times, but he's still winning football games. He just hasn't won as many as Hurts. And, you know, they still got the rematch in Dallas. Um, I, you know, to, to back up, you know, and talk about the analytics a little bit, I did like Josh Allen, but at this point, like, you can't bet him anymore because they're 6-6. Six and six. And, you know, even though if they do win out, they'll go to 11-6, and six, and it will be against a tough schedule. They will have beaten the Chiefs and the Dolphins and teams like that. I think he's out of it for the exact reason you're talking about. No one's going to give the MVP to a quarterback of a team that wins 11 games, unfortunately. So I think Dak's a good bet. I think, I think Jalen Hurts is the favorite. I don't think he's bettable at this point. It's funny, though, everybody that talks about uh, Hurts as being, uh, you know, a favorite uh, and, and that somehow being different. Remember two weeks, you know, if you look at like 50 weeks ago, right? So two weeks later into the season last year, after Patrick Mahomes threw three interceptions against Denver, uh, Hertz was minus 150 at Pinnacle Sports to be the MVP, and that didn't work out. So I think what the market reflects right now is that there isn't a great candidate for MVP. Jalen Hurts is the best of kind of a mediocre bunch, and the market's kind of waiting for somebody like Patrick Mahomes, for example, to come on and, and be the player that we all thought he was going to be. And so for that reason, even though I think Hertz is amazing and I, I'm a really, I have a ton of respect for the Eagles, I, I don't think Hertz is a great bet right now, even though he is the favorite. You better, you better here with Nick and Ken on a Wednesday. Uh, Eric Eager is our guest from Sumer Sports. He's on Twitter at Eric Eager underscore. We'll get back to the games in a second. Just for, uh, just for bleeps and giggles here, and like, you know, intelligent minds can disagree and be respectful. Just curious your opinion here. I know you said you wouldn't bet Josh Allen. You don't think like he would win at this point because the Bills can only win a maximum of 11 games. Do you think that Josh Allen is the most valuable player in the NFL in the year of our Lord, 2023? No, Patrick Mahomes is the most valuable player in the NFL. And I think the only reason we don't, we, we're not going to give him the award right now is we haven't, is, is we haven't seen how bad it, like, we haven't seen how bad it could be without him in Kansas city uh, this year. So um, no. And that, that's the hard part is like, there's the, the most valuable player is sort of more of an inherent thing to me. And Patrick Mahomes is clearly the most valuable player in the NFL. Who's played the best at the quarterback position is Josh Allen. Now that doesn't, but to what you guys said yesterday, and I agree winners win awards. And so even though you like, Flags fly forever. I didn't want the Rams to win the Super Bowl two years ago. I thought they were a fraud, but they won the Super Bowl, so I got to shut my ass up, right? That's how it works, right? <laughs> and so even though I think Josh Allen is, has played the best this year, EPA you know, is a stat that is not necessarily a quarterback stat, but it's, a, it's directionally correct. I think Allen has played the best out of all the quarterbacks this year, but it doesn't matter. Like, that's, that's not a part of this discussion. You know, he's not going to win the MVP because his team has, can't win games. And so uh, it's a very interesting discussion. Also, he shouldn't win MVP because his team couldn't hold the lead against the Chiefs in the divisional round, and we would have the Bills win the Super Bowl and not the Rams. Another reason why he shouldn't oh, win yeah. MVP. And then you wouldn't have Josh had to Allen. shut your ass up, as you as you so eloquently put it. You could just you could take a victory lap because maybe the Bills, maybe the Bills would have won a Super Bowl. I actually, I, I do, I do want to not. This can fold into a game that's taking place this weekend. I, I see, I see everything written about Dak Prescott. It makes me happy. I bet a ton of money on Dak to win MVP several weeks ago. So like, this is all making me very happy at the same time when we like expand out, like whether it's an EPA conversation or just like who's played really well this year, 
like Brock Purdy is also kind of a part. Like if you like, it's almost like, well, if you like Dak, don't you also have to acknowledge that Brock Purdy is playing really well and like they get the Eagles this week and Dak gets the Eagles next week. Is it Eric? Is it maybe like who beats the Eagles? Is that the quarterback that ends up maybe, maybe getting the MVP Purdy, obviously a much longer price right now. Good question. That's where I think you have to fold in. Now, there are ways to account for this mathematically, and I just don't think in the public space people are doing it that much. We at Sumer Sports, like, we do a lot of coaching analysis because we help teams hire coaches and stuff. So, to me, it's just like it's the difference between Mike McCarthy and Kyle Shanahan. It's the difference between Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott, all, all else being equal. So, I think Purdy's a lot better than the average, like, you know, hipster football person believes. But I also don't think he's the MVP, if that makes sense, right? Like I think I think Dak's much more the MVP because you can kind of tease out the effect of coaching. And while I think Mike McCarthy is a decent coach, I think Kyle Shanahan's a great coach. And so I'm just going to strip off a little bit of my opinion of Purdy. Not a ton. I think he's still pretty good. But um, but I, I do think Purdy is, should be in the conversation because he plays quarterback. And quarterback's the most valuable, valuable position in the league. And he's playing it at a high level. I just think that after you adjust for coaching, Dak is still more impressive. Who do you think wins in Philadelphia on Sunday, the Niners or the Eagles? The, the Niners match up really well. The Eagles do a really cool job of, like, moneyballing the NFL, but that leaves leaks some places. And one of the leaks for them is linebacker. So they have Nicholas Morrow, uh, Cunningham, Zach Cunningham. Um, and, and I just don't think against that offense, you can be all that successful defensively if your linebackers aren't kind of above average. And that's a linebacker core that can win 12 games, but I don't necessarily know if it can win the game against an elite offense like the Niners and how they put linebackers in a blender. So uh, I don't make it three, but I, but I, I, I also am not going to rush to take Philadelphia given the fact that I think there is a significant mismatch in this game and, and the NFL games are all about mismatches. Eric, we only have a, a couple minutes left. I, honestly, and I, I appreciate what you said about MVP and appreciate what you said about, like, you, you know, you work with data all the time, but you are, like, cognizant of the fact that wins for quarterbacks, like, can, can also be better. So I appreciate you saying that. also appreciate that you listened to our argument and made that made that segment way, way, way better when you came on just now to give your response. Do you, do you have any other bets that you like for this weekend? We didn't save you a ton of time here. We got, like, 90 seconds here. Anything else Sunday that you like? Uh, I like Jets getting three against the Falcons, but I like the Jets last week, and I got screwed by the Hail Mary at the end of the first half. Um, that's one where you watch the you watch the Falcons, and like you you watch and you wonder how the heck Desmond Ritter won that game to the point about wins, you know, for quarterbacks. Um, but uh, that that's one where I think the Jets defense will do a pretty good job, and as long as Tim Boyle can get the thing on the green, I think they'll, they'll be okay there. Uh, I like. Uh, yeah, th- th- that's that's kind of my favorite one, the under. Um, you know, now you're starting to get to a buy price on New Orleans at home against Detroit as well at four and a half. Uh, I, you know, I know Detroit's coming off of rest, but those are two uh, that I like as well. Eric, we appreciate it, man. This was awesome. Like, always really thoughtful conversation. And for people out there that are not familiar with Eric's work, uh, I would encourage everyone to follow him on Twitter. Like, really thoughtful, excellent NFL analysis from our friend Eric Eager, at Eric Eager underscore. And his work at Sumer Sports is awesome. And I would encourage people to check out the Sumer Sports football show with Eric and former Falcons general manager Thomas Dimitrov. Eric, we sincerely appreciate it. Great stuff on the games. Great stuff on NFL Most Valuable Player. Stay well. Enjoy the games this weekend. Good luck with the bets. And we'll talk to you next week. Nick, Ken, take care, fellas. Uh, You're the best. Take care.
we are. You're right. Our oh, pal thanks. Eric Eager joins us on the show. He's, I, he's, Listen to the yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's awesome. And like, and look, like, like, this I, is where I heard we can all disagree I'm like, and be, and be I'm really like, respectful, oh, no. right? It was great. No, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's cool. Yeah. He gets it, you know? Oh, he totally gets it. Well, he, he acknowledges it. Like, that's what I want. I want that balance. Yeah, I like analytics too. Also, like, we can't give the MVP to a guy who's, you know, 7 and 10. <laughs> like, also, we can't do that. Just because you made up a number. Because there are really, like, there are people that I like that I follow on Twitter who, like, were tweeting some outrageous stuff, like, on Monday yes. morning. Like, Correct. guys, like, yeah. I, I I get it. Like, I have Josh Allen on my fantasy teams. Like, he scores 40 points every week. Also, like, He's his awesome. real-life team never wins. Like, they don't win. Right. All right, on the other side, we'll get some NFL bets for Week 13 with our friend Will Brinson from CBS Sports. Nick and Ken, you better, you bet. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.